I've gotten super into Hamilton recently. I just want to put it so out there dope. into the ether. And I'm listening to Hamilton all the time. And so I was going to say you're three years late to the party on that. I don't give a fuck. Very late than <laughs> but ever. What, but this is what I'm going to say is maybe three years from now, we'll see Tim get into K-pop. <laughs> the slippery slope <laughs> argument does not apply here. Because I was saying like, you know, you you were just saying downstairs um, that you didn't think you'd ever get in the, K- uh, not K-pop, musicals. You didn't think you'd ever like, you. Th- I remember you distinctly, distinctly telling me you thought musicals were corny. Yeah. And still, here we are. I still think they are a little corny when you're watching them. Not when they're in, like, not when you're just listening to the songs. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I never knew that the emphasis on musicals was on the music. I thought that the Even emphasis. No, it's in the name musicals. Well, I thought that I didn't think that. <laughs> I didn't. I I didn't. I had the wrong mindset. I didn't mm. think that knowing the songs going into the musical is ten times better. I thought. Oh you're yeah, supposed it to, is. Yeah. I thought. I just. This is just something I thought the entire time is that you're supposed to hear the songs for the first time at the musical, and that's yeah. how you get into them. I mean, some people do that. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I, I just. All right. That didn't work for me. When I heard the music on stage and I saw it in a musical, I thought it was cheesy. But then when you hear the music first, get into the music, and then yeah. you see it on stage, it's a completely different experience. Well, that's definitely how I felt when I heard Solo by Jenny, then saw the Queen herself live. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, well, maybe, will, will you ever, do you ever see yourself getting into international music? Like, not even, um, like, K-pop. But oh, like, I could so like, get into, like, British music. I love, like, their accent. I, oh, okay. Like, British rap. I mean, like, British. a different language, though. Yeah, no. I maybe or not. K-pop specifically. I don't I don't think so, but obviously I change my opinion on a ton of things and so Yeah. I my opinion's definitely subject maybe to Maybe one change. day Tim will be like, "Dude, Blackpink they were the revolution the whole time." <laughs> Dude, literally I've listened to every single one of their songs already. It's not like yeah. I haven't listened to them. Like, yeah, I know, yeah, you've been, you've been I've been playing I was playing Hamilton in front of you though like 3 years ago. Just yeah. as Ohio just as how I play Jenny and, and remember, I remember that we used to love listening to the cabinet battles because I remember yes, the cap. Those yes. ones are dope. I yeah, remember yeah, you would yeah. only show me like those. You never showed me like, or maybe like the Alexander Hamilton. I didn't know that this was like. If you would have showed me the song "Satisfied," I would have been like, "Oh shit!" Like that's oh really? Like, oh, yeah. yeah, I think it's because remember you were in like your rap phase. We were all like in our rap yeah, phase. All the popular, time. all the popular songs on it, like Alexander Hamilton. Um, because uh, I didn't want to bore. I didn't want to bore you and Julian. Yeah. So I was like trying to pick the like rap ones yeah so yeah but all like the popular ones on it like that are like that i've that i heard before listening to the musical have like gone down my list for hamilton i feel, oh, okay. I feel like everyone this put me at a disadvantage to liking the play by showing me those songs really yeah but you like guns really and chips so. that one's like a really good rap song yeah they have they have some i like Laf- lafayette okay he his rapping is the best in the entire thing in my opinion oh yeah it's the most sure. unique and so I, I like i like his rapping in it and I don't know. I like the girls singing is definitely the best. The Skyler sisters, Satisfied, yeah. um, Hopeless. And I'm waiting for you to get into uh, Say No to This. Oh, I like Say No to This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How can I say I No to This? I really just No to This. Yeah, that one's good. Yeah. It, it's good. Uh, yeah, there's there's some of these that are just like hit songs. Like, no matter what you... Like, Hopeless, like, Wait For It. Like, those are like... Those don't even sound like musical ones. Those just sound like hit songs. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Those just sound like... Except when they mention the Founding Fathers. <laughs> well, I am excited to see where this launches your... If this launches a new genre of music that you're going to get really into for the rest of your life. That would be well, so it's, cool. It's what even is musical music. It's really good music that has a theme and tells a story. Yeah. What's not to like about that? 
I had no idea that you could just listen to the music. Like I, the play itself of Hamilton is okay. I still think it's cheesy. I was watching it on, but at least on Disney Plus, they made it look fucking amazing. You know what I mean? But I still think it's cheesy. But when you listen to just the album alone, just listening to it and listening to it from the top to the bottom, it tells a story. Just that. You know what I mean? And yeah. It's just like, and that's just like everything I like about music is in the Hamilton play. And I just didn't realize that you just, just kind of, you can, you can say fuck the player. Like you know I mean? put the play to the side burner and just like the music. I had no yeah. idea. I had no idea. Although oftentimes they're both super good. Which now, well now yeah. I think that the play is amazing yeah, because yeah, I like yeah. the music. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? And you hear them killing it on stage. That'll be super cool. If you just get into like some more musicals, there's just so many good ones. I think uh, I shifted we'll my mindset from saying I want to be as entertained as a movie when I go to a play or see a play oh, okay. to I shifted my mindset to this is a concert that I'm watching. You know what I mean? And that really helped. This is a concert yeah. with choreography that tells a story. It's not a movie. You know what I mean? I feel like if you go into a play thinking it's going to be a movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. Do yeah, you agree? Yeah, yeah. You know, no, I, I definitely agree because you're going to be more entertained in a movie where there's CGI yeah. and there's editing, you know, exactly. different camera angles. A musical, you're seeing it from you're just your spot. You're in a really normally um, pretty I forget, like claustrophobic theater, I guess. At and, a distance. Yeah, and you're seeing it from a distance. And um, it's a show, though. So it's definitely like a concert. And just like a concert, you go there for the music. The only difference is there's no crowd participation. So, like... You have to be quiet, which kind of, I remember at Hamilton when I saw it, that was really hard because I just really wanted to sing along with them. So I was just like air mouthing the lyrics, <laughs> but yeah, definitely the music is the center. That doesn't discriminate sing, between like the I told singers you, and the, the orchestra live. I think takes, that's super cool. Yeah, That's what you got me into that. When you yeah. said the orchestra is live and everything, I was like, oh shit. Everything like, is live. That's amazing to me which, because even in concert, like you'll, we'll see artists use backtracks and stuff, but in a musical, it's like everything what, is live. What I want to know is. I think personally, just looking at the music genre and seeing that we can make this a two part or two and just do the fucking first hour, just us talking and then go into it. You know what I mean? If you want to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But just a side note. But um, what was I saying? What was my train of thought? I totally fucking lost it. We were so, talking about musicals. Yeah. Going into a musical, what, what was I going to say? God damn it. I totally lost my train of thought because I went off on a, a put. Um, well, we, for <coughs> musicals. I think we were talking about how like concerts versus musicals. I don't know if that rings a bell. I don't know. I don't know. But when you said that you we could, if you hear it live, then like that's like a good oh yeah, and, yeah, everything live. It's super cool. And knowing the music too, I just didn't even know about knowing the music. It's just a concert, so that's like it's really oh, cool. Oh, it's super. Oh, you were cool. talking about how you can't mouth the lyrics to the songs when you were there, and you my, can't sing along. Yeah, you can't sing. Yeah, along. the yeah. audience has to be dead silent. That must be painful. It is. I must be painful. But you're kind of just in awe. You know what I'm saying? Because you clap after the song. Oh, yeah. At least yeah. they give you a chance. Yes. And I and think everyone laughed during the part where the king came out on the, mm -hmm. in the Disney Plus one. Did you know that for the Disney Plus one, they used three different takes? So if you look to listen to Satisfied from uh, on Disney Plus, it's really obvious because she has a flower on her shirt and then it switches to no flower on her shirt to flower on her shirt to no flower on her shirt because... They did two live takes in front of an audience, and then the one where they get the really close camera angles, they did an entire show with just camera people on the set. Oh, okay. And no audience. So there was three different takes. Did you know that the king that plays him, I, I forgot his name, Groff, I think? Jonathan Groff, yeah. Groff, Groff who plays the king, um, 
he wasn't in the cast at the time, and the guy who was playing the king, as because he was only there for a few weeks and like yeah, yeah, and yeah. did everything. He, and he was like the first one to leave, and yeah. he left. And then the guy who for the Disney Plus thing, the guy who was playing the king, stepped down voluntarily to let Groff in to do the Disney Plus thing, so that they could have the entire original cast. But it was completely up to him because he was in the. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's great. So I'm really glad because Groff does a great job. Yeah, he's a genius. One thing I also like about seeing musicals live is you see it sometimes in concerts, but in musicals, it's just super obvious is the music sounds often similar, but not identical to the um, original Broadway cast recording, which is super cool because these are talented professionals and they will sing it differently. They'll say words like in a different way. And it's like super cool to witness it because it sounds so different from the original, but they're still like pros so they're not singing it out right. of key or anything and this is what i think i think that you're looking up this more on like reddit and stuff i feel like for me if i got really into hamilton right like and i was like at the time and i, I was really into it and they started touring la and there's a whole different cast of people than the music that i've been listening to and falling in love with mm -hmm. that's kind of frustrating to me personally because i'm just like you you have this entire album with the original cast and then you really got to do us like that and just have everyone change like i don't get that culture move it would be like going to a concert to see someone and seeing a tribute band that's how i see it yeah it's definitely that's why um broadway you know people will fly over there just to see the original cast yeah um and i know hamilton the tickets were going for like a thousand dollars when they were all there together because oh, everyone really? wanted to see them so it was so expensive and it was impossible to get tickets. It was Sorry, I'm just super, off. yeah, it was super like um, coveted. But in musical culture, it's really like, it is kind of um, fine to see like the touring cast and everything because often they are handpicked by the creators and writers. Yeah. I and would, also they're, they're professionals. Like they're literally like right. so, I don't, even the understudies in Broadway levels and in Pantages levels, the understudies, the second understudy, the third understudy, like they are just out of their mind talented. It is crazy. Oftentimes they're like just as good, if not just like maybe like 0.05% worse than the Broadway cast. Right. And I think like they're I, so good. I think another way to look at it too is that, you know, every single character except for Lin-Manuel Miranda's part in Hamilton, they didn't write it. You know what I mean? They're just singing it. Yeah. But I feel like they should, why don't they just like record an album for each one of the characters or like a live version album of, so when you're going to see that those people perform it, you have them. I don't know. Why is there only a Lin-Manuel Miranda, Alexander Hamilton Um, There album? are like, well, because that's like kind of like the culture with Broadway is like there's the original cast and then they will often, they could do another album, like nothing's stopping them. There yeah. are like, for instance, Les Mis, I think there's like three different recordings on Spotify because... Mm -hmm. They it was will a get, play, right? And then it they'll was get a movie. like the yeah. There's the movie, and then even with the play, they'll do like 25th anniversary edition. They'll like do a crazy big show in like London or something, and like get some cool people. Sometimes they'll even cast a new character who's like a star. And like for instance, when I saw Fiddler on the Roof, um, I know they casted this guy for the LA shows, and he was like apparently really popular. Mm -hmm. And so they'll get like. A new imagine like, like a guest celebrity a guest celebrity yeah to like play so there's like it's in in broadway there's the music and then because everyone all the theater heads are so like they they always pay homage to it so you're never going to go wrong with who they cast like they're professionals yeah i feel like they could cast like a special guest playing the king i feel like that's like the perfect role to have like a celebrity yeah. play
Yeah, I'm just excited for, I think you'll start getting it too once you start watching musicals. I, it just sucks you're getting into them in a pandemic because yeah. you can't watch them. And I, like I told you, literally Hamilton would be playing down the street in LA right now if it wasn't for the pandemic. So this would have been perfect timing for me. They to literally, yeah, they're supposed to be performing in Pantages, I think from like April to like September like this year so i could have gone see we could have gone seen them like today uh, if you wanted to like that's so uh, frustrating mm -hmm. i was going to go i was definitely going to go and uh i feel like i'm also a person who just likes things a lot and so like i feel like you know every single play that i've seen has been good like i grew oh, yeah. up and we always had our school play and i thought that was like the greatest thing ever yeah like you know like we had our school play which is like we did fiddler on the roof yeah, at yeah. our school and we did like all these and so I saw those. I always loved those, especially because my friends were in them. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, when we saw um, The Greatest Showman, I loved yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. When Emily showed me La La Land, she passed out. I was crying on the yeah. fucking bed yeah. at like 3 a.m. It, yeah. it was so good. La La, La La, I think, I think La La Land has a better soundtrack than Hamilton just all around. It's I, so I strong disagree, but you know. It's and so La La Land's good. my favorite movie, so I think that's saying a lot. Too. Every single song, but I do love that soundtrack. La La Land is one of it's probably one of my favorite soundtracks ever. I, it's just for me that movie and the soundtrack have such high replayability value. There's it's rare that I like a movie so much that I watch it over and over and over. Yeah. But I've already watched La La Land probably like eight or nine times. Yeah, and I'll listen to the soundtrack when I'm studying at like three a.m. La La Land though, I feel like I didn't. I when I watched it the first time, the most cheesy part of the entire movie is that opening with all the cars and the bright oh, yeah. colors. It's it's supposed to be like airing on the movies kind of like really cool because even even the name la la land yeah it's a nickname for la but it's also supposed to be a very dreamy movie so there's some they add in like these like little Wait, touches when they of, were in the freaking uh what do you call it dome at uh griffith observatory yeah they did have, the flying i was like they do like some unrealistic stuff in the movie but it's it's like oh i should probably close the window <laughs> shit we, they, we got the gardener they, out there yeah we got the gardeners doing work but they do do some unrealistic stuff in the movie and it's intentional because it's supposed to be a really dreamy movie yeah that like kind of it, it kind of um exhibits the themes of la and also like love and it's just really yeah i love it man it's like it's like the great it's a great balance it's so aesthetic the movies that's one word i, like I feel like la it. is a lie it, oh, the movie made me like L.A. a lot more, even though I know it depicts L.A. a lot better than it is. Yeah. As, as because we live in L.A., so we know. But, like, yeah, it's it makes me want to go to L.A. <laughs> it, and, like, like, this fake L.A. that's in the movie. It I makes me like, want to fall in love and go to L.A. All movies do that. I wonder what people think. I wonder what people think when they, you know, their entire life they see L.A. depicted in this great way, and then they move down here. Like, I mean, they probably love it because we are better than everywhere, but... I mean, we're not like the movies show it. Like, not, you're not going to get, like, a job down in freaking Hollywood. Like, what are the odds? Oh, yeah, it's very it's low. It's a lottery. Yeah, but I have noticed that so many artists go to L.A. to start their music careers. I didn't realize how many they all like, do, move man. here. Yeah, Movie stars, like, everything. All of them, they just move here. Like, Travis Scott, just like, oh, I'm going to L.A. And then Logic, I wonder to L.A. How, like, I wonder how just, L.A. branded themselves like that. Like, that's so, like... Yeah, it's like the Genius. entertainment capital of the world. I don't even know. I think they just branded themselves as that, and then people just started believing it. Everything happens in L.A. Dreams come true in L.A. Look at this Hollywood sign. Yeah, I think just Hollywood was a huge influence because so many yeah. movies started in L.A. Yeah. And, like, Hollywood culture and all that stuff, for sure. I mean, I like it because then we could just go down there, and there's always, like, shit going on. So it's like... I know. It makes me sad that we're, like... yeah. 
I know I can't wait to get out of this thing, even though it's probably going to be like a year out before we even experience yeah. normal life again. But I miss like, yeah, I think how like we're actually really lucky too that we live here because we always get to see concerts here because imagine living in like Wisconsin or something and your favorite artist, they never stop by there or yeah. it's like hit or miss. My you know cousin who lives in Oregon, Cassidy, she literally like hates us because yeah. we are like, yeah, we're complaining. We're fucking bitches. Why are we complaining? We're like, <laughs> we go to Disneyland, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. it's so much. It's depicted so much better in the movies. Like, <laughs> And we go we to the go beach, to, too. We go to the beach. We go to Disneyland. Like, my probably the people up in Oregon, fucking your cousin Andy up in yeah, yeah, yeah. Canada, they're probably, like, hating us right now because... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> cause, it yeah. does trip me out, though. Like, you know, I go to school, UCI. Newport Beach is, like, less than a 10-minute drive, so I go there all the time, and we just walk along the pier... And that's like people fly down, pay thousands of dollars Once just to have that just have the experience to yeah. walk on the pier at Newport Beach. Meanwhile, I'm just kind of like, oh, just in my backyard <laughs> after yeah. school. Like, oh, you want to go Newport Beach? Thirty like, minutes, right. like yeah, tops. Yeah, yeah. We just like park there and chill, and then yeah. But in like L.A., you know, we get to see all these great venues too, like the Greek Theater and Staples Center and the Rose Bowl. Apparently, those are so like Dodger Stadium, Dodger Stadium, a- Angel, Angel Stadium. Stadium. Yeah, like huge like tourist attractions that people uh, the freaking um coliseum Col- no um, yeah, yeah the la coliseum yeah coliseum yeah, yeah, yeah. even yeah. the hollywood sign like we literally just the hollywood see it when we're so driving lame. through i can't believe if you freaking fly here and you go <laughs> visit the hollywood sign oh my god people do it it's so think, lame yeah people actually do it it's so lame i can't believe how lame it is how did they make that iconic i don't understand wasn't it like an ad or something like it's that it's pretty much an ad it was yeah. an ad and then they like we're going to take it down. People were just obsessed with it. So they're like, okay, I'll just leave it up. <laughs> it's still there. Yeah. It's in like everything. It's like Bojack Horseman. It was in like a whole episode was based around the Hollywood sign. You know, what was that movie? Like a treasure Island or something like what was it called? Oh, treasure. national treasure, national treasure where they like went. I should like that movie. Percy Jackson. The yeah, underworld yeah. is under the Hollywood sign. Like there's so much pop culture references to this shitty, tiny, it's sign. tiny. I feel like it looks so much bigger in the movies and then you actually go and it's just like a dot. Like, oh, there's the Hollywood sign, It's guys. like a white speck. Yeah, yeah, I, You I, could hike up there. I've actually kind of low-key wanted to hike up there, like always, but I'm just like too lazy. I mean, it's a cool hike. We should just hike up there because it's an hour away. Like, no big deal. Like, that's yeah, like, yeah. That, it's, a, it's worth an hour drive for a nice hike up a Hollywood It's sign. definitely nice as Californians. It just, imagine flying down here yeah, to it, see that, that. That's what I'm critiquing. Yeah, I'm not yeah. critiquing going on a hike to see it. It's pretty cool and it's a good view. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. not like terrible, yeah, but yeah. it's it's not what it is. Like, it's not what you think <laughs> it's it is. It's not what people think it is. It's like, an, it's like a tiny, yeah, it's a speck. Exactly. Yeah, LA is a very interesting place, but La La Land makes me want to like fall in love with the city i remember i just feel i have so much more respect for la after watching la la land so much fake respect because it's fake respect because they make the city look really really good in that and like it is iconic it's just they didn't i've been to la when i I remember i'll never forget when i went to see uh andy minio with your mom and nicholas and we went to the wiltern and we just you see people like cat calling and people like literally just pissing on the sidewalk like quite literally a dude just started pissing in front of us on the sidewalk we're just like Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Going along our day. I barely remember that. I totally forgot about. You weren't that. there. You weren't there. Did I? Did that not happen? You you me? didn't go. I you thought didn't. we went to Andy Minio. This is the second time we went to him. And it was um, it was me, Nicholas, and your mom. Was I working or something? Uh, 
I don't know. Maybe don't you had plans with Emily or something. No. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Or working, yeah. But, no, yeah, it's like L.A., La La Land, such a dope movie. And I feel like I'm really excited for you to get into musicals and see them live because that's it's an addiction, man. Once you see them. They're all here and in New York, right? That's like where they're yeah. mostly. Yeah, and London. In London, so like the like I heard London's small too. Like everything in London's kind of small. It's all yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. that big. I feel like I remember when we went to London. Everything's like walking distance. Is it like a is it like a letdown? You'd say no, no. It's not a letdown. But London compared to like New York City, it's like New York City's like ten um, times I the size, right? It's not a letdown. It's just like not a city I'd want to live in. Like the city that wasn't a letdown was tokyo i Dude, feel like here's one i actually thing. went to tokyo not expecting anything and what came out of it being like holy crap i would love to go to amazing. tokyo with you when we're older i oh, would yeah. love to go with you because then you'd know how because you've probably already been like three times and then you could just dude say, i really that's like the saddest part i want like, oh i know i'd be leaving at the end of this month to go study there and now you're going to south dakota to see the mount rushmore and now I'm going mount to rushmore is the fucking size of the hollywood sign put that in your head I'll let you know on Wednesday when Mount I see Rushmore it. <laughs> is tiny. My, Mount Rushmore, everyone who goes there says, that's it. That's that's the reaction to Mount Rushmore. Everyone sees my pee-pee. I'm just kidding. I, I, <laughs> but here's the thing. The good thing is, is I'm lowering your expectations so much now by telling yeah, you yeah. it's a dump hole that you're going to see it and you're going to be like, America. Like you're gonna, America. I'm sure you get that good American pride feeling. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that you get that. I and, hope we get to see um the Indian guy, too. Uh, you know how they have that <laughs> other... No, do you know... They nice have description. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, they have a, a memorial. It's by Mount Rushmore. It's um Crazy Horse. Oh, I've heard crazy of that. Crazy Horse. I've heard of that. I think that would be so cool if we could go see Crazy Horse. What is Horse. that? It is a memorial that they're working on and it's been being worked on for 75 years it probably won't be completed in our lifetime what the fuck how it big is, is it it is just his face right now but it is planned to be like like two or three times the size of mount rushmore it's just a dude like one of the greatest indian warriors on a horse in the side of a mountain on the side of a mountain yeah it like here i'll show you crazy horse please memorial. show me so they've right been working on for 75 right now it just years looks like that it's just his face right oh, but what it's supposed to, what's supposed to look like is that this whole imagine a whole mountain like that holy fuck and look that's all it is right now is just are face. they still working on it and like, imagine a horse here and like are they still this whole mountain yeah. being a memorial yeah are they still working on yes, it though they're still working on it and there's only five people working on it right now what what do you mean why is only five people working on they it? they refuse federal funding so it would have been like probably completed because the u.s government's been like let us help you out we'll send workers down there we'll give you like a billion dollars and we'll finish this thing for you and they say no because the guy who started it was personally commissioned i think by like one of the local indian chiefs because so when they he felt dies, like the government will take it over so well he already died but oh. he like raised his family literally it was just him and his family working on this thing and he raised his sons to be like do not forget the vision and they like and he's just like this is for the indians and they don't want the like the indians like i guess have a bad relationship with the u.s government yeah. you know obviously for historical reasons and also because like they're profiting off of like Mount Rushmore, which has like four white guys on it. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, we had a whole podcast talking so, about oh, that. So, so if they finish it without government funding, they own it. They want they can... the they want to do it like on their own and like commemorate the Indians and not have like the U.S. government help them. But I think that's really stupid because 
this monument looks insane. It will probably be one of the greatest monuments in on American soil, honestly. And it's just like, let the government help you. Punish. Like, I don't think it even will be finished like ever if the, they don't let the government help them. So there's five people working there's on it. Five do you think they're actually right working on it or do you think they're like, oh, why the fuck did he have us get this thing in the mountain? Like, my dad was fucking crazy. I don't know how to do this shit. <laughs> I think they're working on it, but it's like... How much can five people do? You need like a million dollars in just materials and working. They they get funding from... um They let tourists look at it. So like you have to pay a fee to yeah. go up to his face and like look at his face and stuff. So they get money from that, but it's just like... They refuse all government resources. It's just all private funding. Do you think that they just made the head and now the kids just are like, we're just going to tell them that we're working on it and we're going to profit off of it? I have no idea, man. Maybe. I really wish that they'd finish it, though, because that, the completed vision looks so great. I wonder if someone tracks it and actually sees if they're working on it. Because I get, like, what do you, like, how do you only finish a head in 75 years? It's a pretty big head. It's a pretty big head. Yeah, yeah. it's like 30 feet or something like that. Like, his face is like 30 feet high. <laughs> so... So is this I mean, their, like, life's work, or is it a hobby? This is, like, quite literally their life's work. Like, the dad, that was, like... So how many people worked wish. on the head, on that head? I don't know. I think it's just... It's gone through a lot of ups and downs. They've had, like, a lot of people working on it before, but now it's, like, not a lot. But, they like, it's just weird to me that they denied federal funding. Like, I know they have, like, their morals and stuff, but, like, don't you want to have it finished so people could see and commemorate Crazy Horse? Like, I don't know. That's how I view it. It's, like... I view it that way, too. Wait, like, does he not have a hat on? Hmm? He doesn't have a hat on? Crazy horse? Yeah. In the thing? I don't... How are they going to add a hat? Wait, I, wait, what do you mean add a hat? Because he's bald in the in the sculpture. Oh, I don't think he has a hat on. He just has, like, his hair flying back. Oh, his hair. They haven't even finished the hair yet. Yeah, they, they've been, like... They literally just have his face. But that's supposed to be his arm. Do you see? Do you see how... Oh, wait, vision? let me see. Let me see. So, okay. You see how that's how it's supposed to be? Oh, yeah, I see the arm and the horse. the horse. Yes. So. Can you scroll in? That's supposed to be his arm. So the arm looks like it was smoothed out too, right? Yeah, they, they're, they've they literally just smoothed. Like, it's just like. Oh, wait. I see the vision. I believe in it. Yeah, it looks like. <laughs> it looks like the guy's going to be like just as big as the horse, though. It's going to be like a pony he's riding. Yeah, because look how. That's how it's supposed to look. Like, I mean, those are side by side. I can't, I can't, um, see it. Oh. Do you, do you get how big that is? Like, it's going to be like huge. Oh, geez. Yeah. It's a whole mountain pretty much. That does not look like 75 years to me though. Does that like, well, they also made like, I guess they carved out the pathway to go up. Like they literally carved that shit. Yeah. Wow. It, no, it definitely. But look at how big his face is. Look at they, ex they expected to finish it in twenty years, but it's been seventy-five <laughs> years, and we're not even close, dude. I don't know why that frustrates me, but I'm frustrated. It that makes it's not me frustrated when I read the story. I'm yeah, me like, too. That makes you frustrated. I'm like, I want them to finish it already. There's a crane up there. I see a fucking crane up there. There's only five people working. They have to blow a hole. I think right now they're working on blowing a hole in the middle of the mountain because you know how like his arms outstretched and there's a gap. Yeah. So they need to like, literally like. Put a hole in that mountain. Dude, they're gonna. What if they fuck it up? <laughs> I don't know. What if they fuck it up? Dude, look, look at this thing. The horse is gonna be tiny compared to him. Is it not even a horse? It's a horse. He's look on. at how big his head is compared to the mountain. Look at yeah. how big his head is. What are they like? It's too big. Look at just look at the mountain. Where's the horse? He's uh, gonna be gonna, just as big as the horse. How big is the horse's here. head gonna be? The horse's the head. The horse head's gonna be like that whole thing right there. I guess they can go always go down too. They can Crazy. always go down into the earth, kind of. 
Yeah, it's 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 a weird. Uh, I think it's a better way of looking at it too. This one. So there's a lot of space. Oh, they already carved in like some of the horse. Like so you see that white paint. They already painted in where they're gonna put the horse. Okay. If you could tell a little bit, if you zoom into the mountain a little bit. That oh, I see. Chalk. I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're working on it. Probably we may never see it finished in our lifetime. Maybe in our kids' lifetimes it'll be finished. <laughs> Not in ours though. <coughs> if we're, we'll be lucky if they finish his hand or something <laughs> in our lifetime. <laughs> I'm hoping they just finish the horse's head. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they even do that. A lot of things going on there. It's very interesting. Yeah. America. America. That's that is crazy. <laughs> do you have a goal ever to like visit the states? Like the random states that no one ever goes I, to? Like I, Wyoming or something? Or Idaho? No. Like part of me kind of wants to like visit Road all trip? 50 states. I would love to buy an RV and take it out and just go somewhere. Apparently there's a train that goes like across the U.S. <laughs> the Transcontinental Railroad? <laughs> no. That goes across the U.S.? Okay, yes, but it's like there's like a two-week train you could buy, and it literally just goes across all the stupid... <laughs> I'm just going to say it. All the stupid states no one cares about, really, like Kansas and stuff, and it just goes like across, and you, it stops. You get off for like a few hours, hop back on a train, and like... Bro. Go, I think that would be so dope. I'll do that with you. I'm, I will I'm do so that down to do that. That's how, a train ride around the dumb states. That sounds like the greatest thing I've ever right? heard. Right? Is you just get to see the planes and you get yes. to see the. And that's gonna to be just probably chill like, and like sleep. I'd pay. I'd pay. I just pay, let you know, like, hey, you want to get off at like Kansas today? Oh, yeah, yeah. If we're gonna do that today, I'd pay a thousand bucks. It's pay not even that. It's today. not even a thousand. It's so cheap. It's like I would um, pay a thousand bucks to do that. I mean, I, they probably stopped it right now. Do you get to sleep? Do you get to sleep on the train? It's it's like a it's like a literary trip. Like, um. It's super cool. What are the it's, living conditions on the train? Like, do you get a twin size bed? Like, or is it even smaller? Across the USA by train for just $213. No fucking way. Let's mm -hmm. do it. I want to do it. I've, let's, I have vacation days. Go, I'm that, not, that's where it goes. Do you see the states? Is it, it back and back or do we have to pay for the plane ride back? Uh, let me see. It's fucking drive to New York at the end no, of I'm it. I'm super excited for it. I definitely want to do Dude, it. Dude, and at the end of it, we can go to New York. It's a, it's a 3,400 mile coast to coast train ride. It takes four days. Without stopovers, um, let me see. Well, four days is it's straight. Four, I guess it's four days, and you Whoa. don't stop. You go from. Okay, is it? Wait, where does it go? Um, let me see. Definitely something I really want to do though. Uh, where's shit? That? I wish you told me about this like a month ago. We totally could have just gone and done it. Goes it goes to uh, like it looks like this guy went from San Francisco to like New Jersey or something. That's pretty cool. And you stop at like Chicago and yeah, you stop at Chicago and you stop in Colorado. So like Denver and you stop in like Indiana and Ohio and you go through New York. That's pretty cool. I definitely want to do that. And you have to fly back, right? I don't know, but we probably would because we don't want to probably do eight days goes back through that. Place. We could do it. Honestly, we should just do it next year. Like when I graduate college during the summer, and they lift they lift um restrictions. Next and stuff. summer might be perfect for me too because then yeah. I'm already gonna be I'm already gonna have all my credits and I won't have to take summer classes. And you're gonna be going to Cal State. So Fortune, that'll be like right? my only free summer. For me like too. The next, and I'm like, and I'm done. So I'm like free until law school. I think we should do it, bro. I'm down. That sounds so sick. I, I know. I didn't know it was a train. The train ride sold me. I wouldn't want to just drive. Probably. Oh yeah, it's a train long. ride. You just sit there and relax, <laughs> and then they kind of get off on stops, and you look at the city. Could we get drunk on the, on the train? train? Could we get drunk on the train? <laughs> you probably can, but it's not <laughs> you get drunk and then you're just like planes next to you and cows. <laughs> that's a, that's the best. That's what I want to do, bro. I know. I'd love to 
go on a train ride like that for sure. That we're doing some Polar Express shit on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it sounds dope to me. I definitely would. That sounds amazing. I'm still down to do the Arrowhead trip, by the way, in like September. I'm down too. We just need to plan it we just out. Have to plan it out, yeah. But yeah, yeah, that that would be dope. Arrowhead, or we can even do Big Bear, or Big Bear, yeah. So I mean, either one, or I just want a guys fucking trip. Bring some fucking poles. We go fishing. What, dude? That'd be What's sick. What's up with that? What's that'd up be with sick. that? We catch a few fish. <laughs> What's up with that? Catch a few fish. You fry up the fish. Hunt some deer. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't see do that. See the great outdoors. Maybe Yusuf would do that. I could see Yusuf bringing a fucking shotgun and just, or not, not a shotgun for hunting, a rifle. What am I saying? A rifle. Yeah. You get, imagine hunting with a shotgun. You, then your meat's all fucking fucked up. You have oh like, yeah. You yeah. Have like thirty pellets in the fucking. I remember just on the topic of guns. Remember how I remember? I know me and you talked about how we like to get like adept at using a gun and like owning one in the future i remember i was talking to vanessa a couple weeks ago and i was like oh no and she, i didn't mention that my views on guns but she said she supports an outright gun ban on in the united states and i was just like good thing that will never fucking happen <laughs> i was like second amendment all like, the states have to like, approve that shit you want to ratify it get every fucking state to approve that shit we already know montana's never gonna approve that <laughs> it's not gonna happen it's just not gonna happen so. i personally disagree with that in a perfect world that'd be cool but the way i view it is like the bad guys are gonna get the guns like just legally impossible it's but like if we're legally gonna morally impossible. debate it then yeah morally it makes sense like yeah we shouldn't kill each other but like the bad guys are gonna kill each other i don't know and that's when i knew i was just like damn i think that that's the two i think that's gonna approve of my future if, plans if bro. the government gets rid of all of the guns let's just say that too there there might be a time in a thousand years you know what i mean where the people are just going to buy fucking shit and the government's going to have to listen to them. You know what I mean? They're going to buy guns and shit. And, you know, they probably won't even fight their own people. But at least, but if the people doesn't have guns, then they're just going to abuse them. You know what I mean? I feel like the way I view guns is like, <coughs> I don't think I'm super educated on this topic, but the way I view it is we've had guns in the United States since like the 1700s and before that. It's like if you ban guns now, there are just millions and millions and millions of guns in circulation already. It's like it's trying to stop like it's trying to it's like trying to stop us from like I don't know, like owning like bicycles or something. Like there's like already so many. It's like trying to track them down. It's just impossible. They, they could do it if they made it if they made it illegal to own a gun and they said everybody probably in like 50 years they can get rid of nearly You think all so? Of them. 50 i think 50 years you could probably you think you could, they could you think it's realistic they you can i think if they banned it i, I kind of feel like i kind of view guns as like kind of like drugs it's like you can't ever really ban like heroin or like cocaine like right it's like, i think i think it would get to that level it would be to that level where if you it see, would just you just ban law-abiding citizens from having guns and law-abiding citizens from having drugs but i think like, it would be like that for the first 20 years and then the people who grow up or like the first like 50 years you know what i'm saying and mm -hmm. then the people who grow up with guns being illegal you know what i mean then after like 50 years, 75 years, then it becomes a normalized thing. And then they can easily get rid of everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and then it will be like a heroin, like a cocaine. You know what I mean? It'll be like. I don't know. I just feel like you, they could never eradicate it. It's just well, too could, many guns. If they stop the production, right, then there's no new ones going into circulation. Then the guns, they don't last forever. They're not just like an endless time. They, they all. Well, no, because a lot of guns are imported. Right, like, right. There are like literally like so many guns that are, and then also there's like think about how long guns have been in circulation. Like there's just it's like trees, bro. Like there's like there's so many of them, 
and there's people who own them and they're like they don't have to tell where it is if, we you, have, if you criminalized even within our friend group i'm sure like some of our friends families own guns and we're they're not even I know. aware well, of I, it. I know yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's true that's so true. like the way i view it is like it's impossible to stop and then all you're going to do is like make it harder to own a gun to buy a gun if you want to be a gun owner it's going to be pretty much impossible obviously but if you're like a gang member you think those guys aren't going to get their guns like they're going to get their guns or if you're part of like the mafia or something like that or the cartel like they're going to get their guns there's going to be it's just going to be like way more coveted like you're putting more power in the hands of gangs and like cartels especially the cartels i feel like you just like helped mexico i i, I agree you know with you saying? i agree with yeah. you 100 i think it would be i mean there's no way of knowing this but i think that it would be a yeah, that would be the immediate yeah. after effect. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. The immediate after effect would be people who are law-abiding citizens who want guns wouldn't get it, and then criminals yeah, yeah. would. But then when in the crim- long run, it, when you criminalize it for so long, just like anything, that obviously. Well, I suppose like if you're looking like hundreds of years in the future. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's I don't know if that's the safest way to do it because then it's like those in the the bad guys right like it gets passed down where do those guns go they don't just get like they don't just disintegrate well the like, way that they do it is they it, move in circulation with those groups they, as they like yeah you know what i'm saying but or the, wherever those groups band or branch out to yeah do so you, you just have like more in the future two thousand years from now you just have a lot of bad guys who just have guns hidden and know where to hide them and good guys just don't even know how to use a gun or well here's like the that. thing about it too is really the problem the problem would be you know, it, it's not a big problem because think about this a gun, unlike stuff like a drug, like a drug, if you're a small company yeah, or a small like cartel thing, you can make a drug. You know what I mean? If you yeah. know how to do it, it doesn't require a billion dollar facility to yeah. make to make a drug, you know what I mean? Or to make something else that's illegal. For a gun, I would argue that nobody parts you have to be you even the people who work at the places that make guns don't even know how to make it themselves you know what i mean yeah it's a it's completely a you know it's like making a car it's like a factory it's like a you know a line Mm. it's like a line so each person doesn't know what they're doing they're just doing a a specific task so let's say if you make it illegal to produce guns all of the people who are making guns are large companies those large companies don't fuck with the law. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if you fuck with the law, then you're done. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so every company, if the United States criminalized the making of guns, right? And the, that would be the first thing they would do is say no more guns in circulation if they were going to do yeah. this. You know what I mean? Then I don't think any of the large companies would be doing that under the table. You know what I mean? Yeah, it would yeah. Be, they wouldn't want it to go. They I would, think no, it would definitely be all imported. Even, but I'm saying even yeah. if they made it so strict, where they said that if this gun, you know, goes into the United States, it's a penalty. Like you know what I mean, like or something like that, yeah. where it's like crazy restricted. Yeah. You know, like if they really were trying to do it, then like I think I guess yeah, being I just feel like it's too late. They, if you wanted to ban guns, you should have done the 1800s. Like, don't do it now. Do gun? Maybe I'm wrong about this, but do guns last forever? I think that they have an expiration date. It's not like if you stop. Making I have no guns, idea. I feel like they do, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. What, like, it, like it's it's you know. Like After it, 50 years, is that gun that you bought gonna be able to fire? Like, like is it even gonna be worth using? I know there is maintenance you have to do on guns. Yeah. Just like anything, like any machinery. But I'm not sure. Yeah. I mean, that's why I also kind of want to learn how to use one. Is like. So I could learn about them too. Yeah, we but, we definitely are not the ones to talk. Yeah, about yeah, we yeah we're not we're not adept to talk about it. But if this podcast, continues which I'm in against future, it, I'm just playing the devil's advocate. 
Yeah, yeah, I think in the, if this podcast goes on in the future. I think me and Tim will probably share our gun experiences in the yeah. future. I Definitely, this, I don't, I, I don't, now. My I don't penis. know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't advocate for like because I just think about those people in like you know Wisconsin who have like like literally like thousands of guns. They have a whole armory in their basement. Yeah, like and actually in California, there are people who have armories in their garages. Just like we have like a few neighbors we know who just have like stockpiles of this stuff and you know obviously like there's beliefs on if that's right or not but all i'm gonna say is there's so like one guy could own quite literally hundreds of guns well it's like yeah it's a it's just a hobby it's just a collection it's definitely a hobby and obviously like to some extent it's good for the environment too because hunting is actually great for the environment if you didn't know so there's a whole like section of why we even need even trophy hunting trophy yeah. hunting is better for good for the environment if there's more people trophy yeah. hunting actually the animals would be better deer repopulate at like crazy rates like it's kind of it's kind of whack like the, all the funding they in, actually depend on humans to keep them in check all the funding in africa to keep the lions alive to keep the elephants alive all that comes from trophy hunters because they pay so much money to go down there and hunt them yeah so they kill like you know one or two and then they pay thousands of dollars you know what i mean like ten thousand twenty thousand dollars and that money can go into providing a habitat and the means necessary to reproduce these animals like tenfold you know to what they're paying to kill a couple how do you feel about like so obviously i feel like animal cruelty is something that like we were we were talking a little bit in this podcast about you know hurting dogs and stuff like that which obviously in america i don't think anyone would believe in because dogs are pretty important figures in our society mm-hmm. but how do you feel about like for instance because i was in psych and apparently they do a lot of tests on like rats and stuff like that so like i feel like animal cru- cruelty if, is an interesting subject because you know what i'm saying like there's a line but there shouldn't be a line here's here's my opinion you know what i'm saying if the experimentation on animals is going it's kind of a fucked up viewpoint yeah but i'm just gonna say it yeah if experimentation on animals is going to benefit the human population in any way, I think it is justified. Yeah. Even like if it's just a, even if it's just a, um, like if you're going to experiment on rats, like Elon Musk is experimenting on animals versus Neuralink. Yeah. You know, nothing to, we don't need Neuralink, you know what I mean? Like yeah, per yeah, se yeah. to survive. Yeah. It's not like making it is, I think it's completely justified. Any, yeah. You know, you know, and yeah, cause at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, like, okay, we like animals because we're all, like, in our own house and we're protected and we just have this viewpoint of animals, like, they're, you know, they're not animals. You know, we almost don't think of them as animals. You know what I mean? Yeah. We think of them as, some people at least, think of them as creatures equal to us sharing this earth. It's like, well, no. Uh, yeah. This animal doesn't even have the brain capacity to think or even know that it's alive you know what i mean yeah if an animal doesn't have the brain like a rat does not know it's alive it is just it <laughs> is rat. just doing stuff to yeah. survive and it's just like it's kind of living. yeah so i and so that's why it's like i feel like i understand in terms of species who are endangered and all that stuff like of course makes sense to protect of them course. but when it comes to like rats like you know mice like they repopulate at staggering rates like they're not. They're let's not say, endangered. Let's by say any there means. was something found inside of the brain, a brain of a dog. Like all dogs in their brain, we find out there's a substance in there that cures cancer. Bye bye dogs. You know Apparently what I mean? Apparently, there's actually 
there is something like that um shoot with one of the animals i believe it's like a squid or like a jellyfish of some kind i might be wrong and it's like this blue blood and they use it in vaccines like apparently and they, they, they use crazy shit of yeah. vaccines like yeah like of course and like so they drain these the blood of all these like so i think if you're creatures. saving human lives then it is so justified to do whatever you want to sometimes, an, sometimes i feel too. like i i get the argument for animal cruelty and i don't believe that we should be practicing animal. i think animal abuse is like not good obviously well it says where where's the line where's the line but that's ten thousand animals die right let's say ten thousand yeah. animals die and a thousand human live humans live Due to the ten thousand animals dying, yeah, is that worth it? I think it's worth it. I think it's. I think if you yeah. take that number, and you make ten thousand animals. I don't think animal lives should be like elevated above humans. Yeah, that's like all not, right, not now even you, now like you're really kind of like <laughs> like let's say <clears throat> let's say it this way: if you found out that your parents or one of your parents had a disease that was going to kill them, this is just a complete yeah. hypothetical. Yeah, and yeah. the only way to save them was to kill. A hundred, or like, let's just say, ten thousand animals to save your mom or your dad. Yeah. yeah. Are you going out there with the gun and killing ten thousand animals as fast as you Personally, can? Personally, yeah, because of you course, know. I would freaking, you know, I do whatever. You How, which actually, this reminds me of like the Harambe incident, which obviously it's been memed on, but they killed that gorilla, right? Yeah. Because he posed a legitimate threat to that kid. And he could have killed the, the guy. And for some reason, people were actually mad about that. And, and every said, single time that happens, you take the fucking shot. You know what I mean? You take the shot. That's what I was kind of confused about. I was like, are people like forgetting? Like, this is a human boy who has so much to live for still. And yeah, obviously they're like, oh, well, gorillas are like rare or something like that. But it's like, do you understand like you're human? Like we like just as like, you know, if there's a gorilla species, right? And let's just in a hypothetical instance and they or like, a group of sharks and they eat the human they're looking out for each other you know like the sharks look out for other sharks like we are human we look out for other humans yeah why do we have like, to why have are we looking world? out for like we're looking out for like the gorilla they don't we look out for us. them after we look out for ourselves like sorry guys tarzan yeah. isn't real <laughs> they never looked out for a human you know yeah they literally like they're gonna yeah. what look other, out for themselves what other species does that what like, other species is anything for anyone like yeah you know what i mean Besides you look themselves. out for your your tribe and your species and then you then you focus on the other and ones. the argument wouldn't even be that it's not like we're not doing that like we even are doing that like we're even going a step farther and we like have adoption centers for dogs and we have like yeah you know what i mean it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. like we're doing our part yeah the ecosystem's already fucked okay we already did that <laughs> we were born into that humans have definitely like effed up this planet but you also can't like blame the humans yeah. who did because it's kind of like we just human nature and I just feel like any other species would have done the same thing. I also think this one thing that we don't take into consideration too is that there wasn't technology. We when we were colonizing the United States and we were building shit up in the United States, we weren't saying, and maybe somebody was, but not on a wide scale. We weren't saying, "Hey, person in Kansas, how's your ecosystem doing?" Yeah. We're not sending them a text saying that. We're not. We don't have satellite images to preserve. You know what I mean? Or else, yeah. I'm sure if we set up the United States now today and it was completely, and we could just make it however we wanted, we probably would have, like, we probably would reserve like a state or two just for wildlife. You know what I mean? Or yeah. something. You know, just we would do it way differently. I hope so. Yeah. And there's no way at the time for them to know that them building and industrializing in this place was happening everywhere you know what i mean yeah. it wasn't like there was no way to track the environment how are you going to track the environment when you're sending letters you know <laughs> what i mean like just think about it you're riding horses and you're sending letters out 
Yeah. And <laughs> you're not going to give a fuck about the environment. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's like, it, how do you blame those people? Yeah. It, there's nothing you're going to, if you have a village full of people who need housing and, and we live in capitalism, you know what I mean? You're going to fucking build the yeah. houses. I mean, I definitely believe in like obviously protecting the environment and that animal abuse is wrong. Well, setting a fucking it's just wildlife like, on fire is completely different too when they set yeah, it on fire. On the it's just it. that I feel like some people take it too far. Like some people really like to elevate the lives. I see people who like, you know, animal abusers on Twitter or something like that. And people call for, oh, we got to kill these people. I'm like, all right, like you got to know like your place. This is a dog. A dog's life is not more valuable than human's life, no matter how effed up that human is. It's like, it's a human we're talking about. I think people forget that sometimes. So, and in California, I'm pretty sure if you abuse your animal to a certain extent, you even get jail time. Yeah, you yeah you'll get jailed. Like that's even. But like, why do we call it to kill these people? That's like, even you like chill. Think about that. That's even kind of extreme. I would say. It's, you know what it's, I mean? Yeah, to, it's it's definitely to lock up a human. We're, we've gone a lot more liberal in terms of I feel like how we take care of animals based, like, compared to previous generations. Like this generation is like the softest. The in horses, terms of, like, the horses would we, just be behind the fucking carriages their entire life. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. they would just be like, pull me Didn't around. We banned the circus already like the circus has pretty much been banned because people just won't they just don't put their money into it it's just not the money they don't spend money on it so that's that's the best way to ban something yeah it's just to not spend money on it you know and like i think the the demand went way down didn't um i don't know this but you watched tiger king right was that yeah. about animal cruelty it was bit? all about animal cruelty pretty much and so this guy there's more tigers in the united states in captivity in residential households than there are in the entire world like times seven whoa because people in the fucking South that are rich <laughs> buy tigers and they put them in their backyard. Interesting. Like, thou- like there's like 7,000 or like 10,000 tigers that are in the United... Let me look it up. I'm just going to look it up real fast. So is that what the Tiger King <laughs> thing was about? Was he, he was a rich guy? And he, he wasn't owned- even rich, but he made a zoo in his backyard and he had 200 tigers. What the heck? <laughs> Aren't they like endangered? Well, because the reason why you have... So there is... Okay, an estimated 5,000 tigers in U.S. captivity, and there's only 3,200 tigers in the world. Wow. That's even less so low. Think about that. There's there's 3,200 tigers in the wild. That's so low. That is very low. There's 8 billion human beings, (laughs) and there is 3,000 tigers. That's That's kind of sad. That's like... That's like each one of them winning the lottery like you know what i mean like yeah. it would be like the human population winning the lottery someone winning the lottery and those are and, your tigers and, and that's the entire population well, is that's the really, water, that's very lottery sad. winner that's very sad and so in tiger king but there's 5000 they're not going away cuz there's 5000 in the united states so but and the reason why there's so many is because people only want to pay to see tiger cubs and these bitches dude they pop out of the vagina they're a cub for like 6 months Oh really? That's it. So like for like you can like make so much money selling the tiger for like six months. You know what I mean? People will visit. People will visit. People will visit. Then it gets big, and then you can't show it to people. Like when it's like from zero to six months, it's like safe to have them like hold them. Anything oh. past then, they'll fucking bite them and scratch them. And then like two years old, they'll eat you. Like you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's like so. <clears throat> so people want to hold these cubs and like exactly. And oh. so they'll pay like. 500 bucks to hold a cup like each 
Yeah. And so think about that. If you can make 500 bucks from each person per day for six months. Wow. And then they just keep So these breeding. rich people just get richer. And then there was like a whole bunch of conspiracies of these people like, because they have too many tigers, right? Because they keep breeding them to yeah. make money and then they'll just kill them by the time they turn like two. Uh, that sucks. So like the tigers are like dying there like crazy and like. See, like I don't agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Of course not. And yeah, no, like, one, I, no one, no one. I don't think anyone in, agrees with that. Yeah. That's, that's completely different. That's like yeah. you choosing to like do that. You're actually just even, profiting off And they're of just them. in like, they're in cages that are like really small too. So it's like. Yeah. That's even pretty. I think bad. the Harambe incident's like a perfect incident where it's like the guy it was an accident, the kid's in there, the gorilla could kill him. You just have to shoot the gorilla. The gorilla could literally just kill him just be the gorilla's too stupid to know that how fragile. I know it they is. said tranquilism, tranquilism, but like those zookeepers, they know what they're doing. They're freaking educating this. Like they yeah. I think they said like if they tranquilized him, it would still take a few minutes for it to set in. And you don't know what he's going to do in that well, time. Well, think about this. If you tranquilize him and he passes out and he lands on the kid, this is a 600-pound gorilla. Yeah. You know what I mean? That kid is dead if an arm hits him. Yeah. Like, that's the situation that we were dealing yeah, with. Yeah, yeah, And you so... You have no choice. No, yeah. there's absolutely no choice. If, 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 if the gorilla even fell wrong, even after they shot him, that kid's yeah. dead. You know, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> Babies... I'll say this again. I think I've said this on the podcast before, but babies are stupid and the most fragile thing. Yeah. Ba- human babies should not be born for another year. They should be in the womb for another year. Yeah. Because when they're born, they look like they should be in a womb. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. They get born out of the womb. Freaking a giraffe gets born out of the womb and in, 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 in like 10 minutes, it's walking and it can survive. Yeah, that's crazy. It gets huh? born 10 minutes later. It's done. It's it's it. It can live on its own. That's the wild. mother can abandon it. It's alive. In ten minutes, a human baby. It takes what ten years before a human baby can be on its own. Like a child can be on their own. I think a lot of people would argue that even in their twenties, they can't be on their own. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying that, like, okay, I'm sh- I'm sure that like an eight year old or a seven year old can survive as well as a giraffe. But yeah, at yeah, what yeah. point can a, a human baby survive as well as a giraffe? Oh, yeah, just, at least yeah. five, six, seven, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where they, they can, can't even walk. They can walk. They can eat. They can identify predators. They can run away. Like they have, like you know what I mean. Communicate. Like, yeah. They can communicate. I don't know. I don't think giraffes can communicate right away though. There's no way. Oh, okay. How would they be able to communicate? Yeah. Well, That's a learned know. behavior, right? Communication's all learned. Well, communication's not always like talking necessarily. It's oh, just, they can like, probably body like, movements yeah. and just reading expressions, but. No, yeah, there's. I think that's all learned behaviors, except for like sea turtles. They fucking get sea turtles get born. They swim to the ocean. They're yeah. on their own. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they ninety nine percent of them die as they're running to the ocean. So, but still. Yeah. Dude, there's gonna be so many sea turtles by the time in like twenty years, thirty years, because now we sea turtles were dying. Now they're not. Now sea turtles are not dying anymore. Sea turtles, because think about it. There would be, you know, 300 eggs and 300 would hatch. Yeah. And three to six would make it to the water normally. Yeah. Because those birds would be fucking eyeing it and they would have a feast. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, They start fucking popping out. They Those bitches are just sitting ducks. So like three yeah. to six of them would make it on average or something like that. I don't know the exact numbers. But, and then out of those three to six, like, you'd be lucky if one of them makes it to adulthood. Yeah. And now it's like, think about this now. So that three to six, that would make it to the water. And one of them survives to adulthood. Now we have these people who are taking hundreds of eggs, hatching them and literally, you know, they protecting them, them to, yeah. the, to the water. And then they protect them to the water. And then 
you know, you have like probably 20, 30 out of that batch that survives, you know what I mean? Which is insane for yeah. the population. And then where they're born, they're so smart that where they're born, they remember that location in their mind. They tell Google Maps, they say, remember my current location. And they fucking 10 or whatever years, 10 years later when they're mating, they uh, the, the females come back to the same place they were born and wow. lay their eggs. How freaking romantic is that? How fucking dope is that? That's the coolest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. So these people, like, I remember when we went to Mexico, they had all these eggs lined up. And I said, what happens when the eggs, like, when they all hatch? Like, why is there always eggs here? And they said, they come back. Yeah. They come back. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I saw a sea turtle. I swam next to a sea turtle. Yeah. They're amazing. Yeah, I saw some in the Philippines, too, and I went. They're pretty cool. They're amazing. I mean, on topic of kids, it blows my mind to think that you may have a Tim Kaprowski the fourth. That is so cool. <laughs> Imagine being the fourth. I don't think I've ever met anyone who's the fourth. Exactly. Imagine him naming his kid the fifth, though. Dude. That's what I'm really hyped for is my grandson, Timmy the fifth, bruh. Dude, that is... Timmy the fifth. So cool. Like, I just cannot... I guess, like, but you could... It's a, you're allowed to choose a new middle name, right? Are you allowed to do that? You're you are right. You're technically allowed to do whatever the fuck you want. So I can name him, you know, Junior the third, <laughs> or something like you can name like. I think the suffix. I think well, in the United States, you're legally allowed to change your name to whatever you want to. Yeah. Right? yeah. So I think that the suffix is the same way. Can you still be the fourth if I he think, has a different middle name from you? I think you can just change your suffix. Does your dad opinion. have the same middle name as you? He doesn't, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he does. They do. I don't think you have to. I don't think you have to. I don't know the rules. Would you keep the same middle name? Yes. Yeah, okay. Because uh, that, why not? Because, yeah. I mean, it's already... We've, we made this far. Yeah, we made, we made, we made this far. That's my whole mentality with yeah. naming my kid is that we made it this we made far. It this far. <laughs> That's my whole mentality. Because <laughs> we're still waiting on that person. I really like, like the name, too. Yeah. I really like the name Timothy, too. I like it. Yeah, Tim, it's Timothy. A, like it's going it. to be probably an old person's name I, by my kid, but then they're going to be like, they're going to see the fourth. If I'm like the god, the godfather <laughs> of your kid, if we're still like homies by then, I will 100% approve of it. I'll be like, yo... I'll like I'll be like when when he's born I'm gonna be freaking like okay that like Rafiki like in Lion King and he has he has like the kid he's like mm, chosen one <laughs> with, the, with the red fucking dye yeah, <laughs> lad <laughs> the fourth you raised him up the circle of love yeah I will I will 100% approve of that but but oh what was I gonna say um I this is what's really fucked up though is that I can't get this expectation out of my head because my grandfather timothy senior mm-hmm. timothy lad kaprowski the first senior, the first the guy first, <laughs> is the eldest and he is his son he's the eldest son my dad timothy lad kaprowski jr is the eldest son oh i timothy kaprowski the third am the eldest son <laughs> so so dude it's like I, some lord of the so, rings type i don't know so. what the fuck is gonna happen i i, I can't i can't not be disappointed if my first <laughs> is a girl how am i supposed to be you have every right to be disappointed there i don't care what how, anyone says how am i supposed you to have be? every right to be disappointed there because it's like, like look at this i probably won't do it then if if, 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 if i won't name my son timothy the fourth if it's not the eldest son oh really probably i think you may have to consult the other timothy kaprowski's first i do you make that. i should you'll, you'll probably you should probably ask them be like senior my dad doesn't junior. care and my grandpa doesn't care so they don't well it's like if you had a son who wasn't the first, would you consider keeping it going through that? I think my grandpa thinks that it's weird that I'm even named the third. 
I think he's like, why? It's just a junior. Like, it wasn't supposed to be a third. Like, I think my dad just kind of, I don't know how I got this name, but. You never asked him? I mean, I did. I mean, it's pretty obvious how I yeah, got the I, name. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. What was his thought process? But my grandpa, my, I don't know why. Because I feel like maybe your mom was like, oh, like. My mom was in on it. I think my dad knew that he wanted to do it for a long time. And then my mom was in on it too. Yeah. And then I think that the third and the fifth are the coolest suffixes. Because mine's I, I, I. After the then, fifth, I think you just got to. You Dude, gotta, the fifth, and then imagine the tenth, bruh. Imagine the tenth. The tenth is. <laughs> imagine oh the X next to your name, bruh. Yeah, at that point, you're just kind of hoping they have kids. <laughs> you're like someone. You have to assume all these people mate. Wouldn't that be so kids. cool if just like knowing that your legacy continues that far down? Just like there's like the tenth. That's like, so cool. Yeah, we've never had anyone in our family. And then what's the junior, odds? And then so. think about this: if it goes down forever, one of them's going to be famous, and then they're going to like look back on me. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're be like, you're just a number. You're just you're literally just a number to that guy, though. Yes, yes, I did have a third once. He had a stupid podcast, and you can find it on Spotify from 200 years ago, back when uh, America was still a country. Yeah, but imagine <laughs> if I have a female as my firstborn. Like, I would love to have a daughter. Just please be the second you just You just be like, it's, it's a daughter and just like, sorry, your name's Timothy. <laughs> Dude, I, I I thought of that too. Really? I thought of that too. It's just like, I don't know if I could justify that. <laughs> but I thought about Timothy Lad Kaprowski, the fourth is a female. Wow. Yeah, I know. What would they go by? There's not really any femaleness in that name to go by. Tina. Yeah, I know. Tima. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I mean, there are girls. Girl names have been kind of like... How many girls are named Timothy? Because there are girls now who are named Ryan and like Charlie, which I thought were dude names, and Blake. There are girls named Blake. So it's just kind of like, I don't see why not. Timothy sounds like... It says it's a masculine name and it's a very rare name for girls. But I just want, there's, there's a way to get the actual numbers of what percent. So how many girls have been named Timothy? It looks like it's in the hundreds. <laughs> like, yeah, like it's not a lot. Like, yikes. They actually have the exact numbers on here, but it, oh, indicate that 634 girls in the United States have been named Timothy since 1880. That's it. Wow. 600 girls. Think about how many Timothys there are. Yeah. How many Timothys are there? So, what percent is that? Not even a percent? Okay, I'm looking at how many people have the same. A million sixty-four thousand people have the name Timothy. Well, if we're talking about forty-second um, most popular first name, ninety-nine point eight four percent of the people with first name Timothy are male. So I'm kind of like, am I gonna make? <laughs> you can't that? even do that. Like I can't do that. Like how am I supposed to do that? Well, I'll ask you this because you're on the topic of your eldest being a son. Um, would you do a gender re- like reveal? Do you believe in those? Like, nope, I don't. I, 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 I believe people, yeah that, I think that's stupid I think it's stupid now do you believe in the other trend I've seen been seeing going on which, where they wait till it's born to see the no I don't want there the, to be a gender reveal because I don't want people to see my reaction if it's a boy and I'm just like yes yes my son and I'm just like and then it's a boy and then it's just like and then they see my reaction they're like oh shit yeah, yeah, yeah. or if it's a girl and I have to fake it I'm just kidding imagine <laughs> It's like, but it's cares? understandable. What it's like the point of gender reveal is that like the gender that is revealed has a connotation to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're hitting with a baseball bat and then everyone starts cheering when it turns blue or when it turns pink, it's like, 
what is the underlying statement of that? Were you were you hoping for one side or the other? Like, why are yeah. you cheering? I don't know. Why are you cheering? You're just why happy would... for them, I guess. It's kind of like yeah. It's kind of like you got. It's kind of like birthdays. Like you just got a year older. Like who cares? Yay! You got older. <laughs> I'm just gonna ask the doctor. The doctor says, "Do you want to know the gender of your child?" I'll be like, "Yes," and I'll just you know take it because there's some people who are now i've been seeing a few people do this where they wait till it's born and that's when they find out they literally find out when it's born i think that's dope i think that's dope that's respect because it's like that's natural how it should be yeah but the only bad side of that is that most people have every the wardrobes already picked out for their yeah, kid yeah. The, and obviously there's people who have a problem with that now i love like Oh, you shouldn't. Give oh, blue. Them the, yeah, blue. Uh, no. We give the wrong message to guys. It makes them. I, I think know. there's a lot more wrong messages in society than just the color of your clothes, <laughs> bro. That's how I view it. I and we tried with Nicholas. We tried to like, not the clothes thing, but like, you know how they're all like, oh, guys don't want to play with like Barbie dolls. And so we'd give him like, yeah, like dolls or something to play with, like Faith's old dolls and just see what happens. And he always wanted to pick the car. He always just went to the car that's so a like, real fucking man right there <laughs> attaboy he wants, attaboy. To, he wants to shoot the nerf guns like we've tried giving him like other things i think it's morally, they're neutral things like stuffed animals like, I've, both I, genders i've like heard that, this but. i've heard this debate too and so i think it is morally correct that to take girly stuff away from a male child and give them masculine stuff mm-hmm. i think you are actually morally obligated to do that and i'll tell you this analogy ben shapiro um, he has a son. Yeah, and he also has a daughter, and his daughter's yeah. older than his son. So his son is a little kid, and he was he was looking at his at his sister, and was saying, "Oh wow, like you know, you look up to your older siblings." I guess I wouldn't know because I'm you know the oldest, but it's not a big deal. <laughs> um, but he looked up to her, and he always would wear his her. She, he would try to wear her sparkly shoes. Yeah, because she thought, "Oh, my sister wears these. This is cool. I'm gonna wear this." And the thing that Ben Shapiro tries to say is that kids just like cool shit. You know what I mean? They don't, they don't care about, they don't know anything. You know what I mean? They don't care about what it looks like. They just like cool shit. You know, yeah. you know what I mean? And so he took away the pair of shoes and gave him a G.I. Joe doll or, or you know, he gave him a cowboy hat and cowboy boots. His son will not take off the cowboy boots. Yeah. His son loves the cowboy boots. He won't stop wearing the cowboy boots. And the thing is, is that in our society – there is gender conformity in society. So if you have your kid go to school in a dress, you are basically sending your kid to school to be psychologically tortured by his classmates. 100%. So you doing that, trying to be like, you know, liberal or whatever, it's like you're in a perfect world, we could do that. It's, yeah. it's and you won't be judged for and it. And you won't be judged for it. Yeah. But you are sending your kid in there and then you're simultaneously sending him to therapy in 10 years. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. It goes hand in hand. I know. I learned in psych there's a guy and they thought, oh, it's all um, it's all just nurture, no nature. So there's a guy and he was born, I forgot, like with like something, some kind intersex, of like. Intersex, intersex with yeah, two yeah, yeah. genitalia. And he, he's, but he's a dude. He Like the chromosomes show he's a dude, right? So they said no problem we'll just raise him as a girl like no problem like literally he's not gonna know we'll just always tell him he's a girl we'll dress him like a girl we'll give him all girl things and he'll never know because it's all nurture you know it's all just gender stuff and this guy had insane trauma because he was growing up and being like 
why the hell am I not attracted to the same thing girls are? Why do I like not think this is fun? Why do I keep wanting to play with the guys? And he was just like always a girl. And then he finds out he's a guy and he's devastated. He's devastated because he literally like it explains so much of why he was inclined to do other things. And he just literally says it was the worst decision his parents ever made. Like they all regret it. And he's the living example. He doesn't even want to show his face in public. He literally like this guy. So is he look he like exists. a girl? He looks like a girl? They've never shown his face. He literally, they do the whole thing in the interviews where it's like, black. they, have, they it's change dark. his voice and it's like black. Yeah. And he's never shown, he's so ashamed. He's so ashamed of his upbringing because everyone knows about it. It's just crazy. I'm like, so there are definitely nature components. I, anyone who says that it's all nurture is just not, you're not even reading on like psychology, human psychology. Like guys and girls are programmed differently. That's just how it is. I think there's some elements of like, yeah, like, you know, in perfect world guys should be allowed to wear dresses and all that stuff. Yeah. But like, yeah, that's not going to happen if anytime I'm soon. I'm in third grade and my friend wears a dress to school. I was calling him gay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was calling. Because you don't know anybody. You're a kid. You're a kid. You're, you can't even <clears throat> fathom these whole. Kids don't care about gender roles. I don't think a I would first grader is going to like I would care laugh about at this my friend where discussion. I, I would laugh at my friend. You know what yeah. I mean? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. You, can't, you can't do that because literally every single person in the school is conforming. Yeah. And if you, it, with anything, you know what I mean? If, if yeah. they're conforming. And the thing is, is it's like, there's an argument if they're 12 or if they're yeah. 13 and they're really pushing for it and they've been pushing for it for years. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's when you have the conversation. Yeah. Not when they're eight, not when they're seven. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's when they get up there. And Even 11 and 12, I've seen people have issues with it. Yeah. When they're kind of like, oh, I think I'm a girl. It's kind of like, dude, you're 12. Like, you don't know anything yeah. about life. I'm not like, saying that. I'm saying that, like, yeah. if they want to, let's say, just put on makeup in private. You know what I yeah. mean? Let's say they want to do that, and they're 13, 14 years old. They're aware you of know? what they're doing. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a different conversation. Yeah. When they're eight years old, and they want to put on makeup and go to school with they makeup on. You slap that out of yeah. their hand and you say, guys don't wear makeup and you take the makeup off his face. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel what you're saying. There's a reason why guys play sports when they're growing up and women, you know, generally don't play sports as much as men. Yeah. You know, they're more physical. They're more, you know, there's stuff. There's a reason why we don't have male and female sports in the same league, even though that's kind of getting broken down right now. But we can see the reason why very yeah. clearly now. Yeah, yeah. You know, all these world records being broken. <laughs> Jesus, man. I, uh, that's such a hard subject, too, because I'm just like, uh, like, there are phys undeniable physical biological advantages you have. You need to make a transgender league. No problem. Why don't we just make a whole different league? they're going to make the whole argument of like, oh, you're like stereotyping me. It's like the separate but equal. You know what I'm saying? It should be... I, I, <laughs> It, but it, I'm, I, I like. I feel like yeah. I like just, Joe Rogan's approach to it, where he says, "Don't call it male and female if that's not what they want to call it. Just call it the people who have an XY chromosome. Go, you guys play in this league. The people who have XX chromosomes, you play in this league. Mm. And it should be in the rule book. You must have an XY chromosome. You, your chromosomes must be XY in order to play in this league. Yeah." You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So they take it down to that level. They just have to do that. Like, it's not even like against anything against well, the transgender right now, community. It's, it's just nothing against them. You're physically like stronger. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a reason why you just look at every sport. Look at the mile times. There's look a at reason. The, like in the swim. <laughs> look at the swim times. Like, look at like in baseball even. I'm or like baseball versus softball or whatever. Like, like you look. There is a clear, clear, clear distinction of like <laughs> how much like faster and more built guys are, and it's not even like a it's just biologically how it is. So it's unfair. It's unfair to like the girls. Like 
who aren't transgender who like well if you look at almost you know this saying? is like pretty much the rule of thumb you look at every single women's world record ever in any of the olympic sports yeah that's the scores that high school males get yeah so that's the that's the difference. The WNBA literally looks like a high school game, yeah. Basketball game. You're literally so you're literally like male basketball. You're game. taking, you know, pro level athletes and putting them into a high school league. That's like what it's equivalent to. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. just like it's like what the fuck? Like what would you do if your high school team was playing against a team of pros? You know, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like it's not fair. It's not it's fair. Not, I don't think like it's so hard to to like and I'm saying I'm not saying the best in high school. I'm saying an average high school player. Yeah. Like that's like I'm sorry. No, world records is probably like the best in high school. You know yeah. what I mean? But like the average score is definitely the average high school. Because even in me. like running, I remember like my times would be like the best on the girls team if I was on a girls team. But I'm just literally like a medium average. Oh, you would be. You would have runner. a full ride scholarship if you're a female and you ran the same as you did right now. Yeah. Full ride anywhere yeah, yeah. you want. Yeah. Anywhere you want. Yeah, I know. I was like, literally, like, I look at the girls' times, I'm just like, dang, like, it's really different. Like, they're literally lagging, like, so far behind. Not as a, in a negative way, it's just how it it's is. It's not a negative thing. Yeah. It's not a negative thing. So, you gotta thing. adjust for it. You gotta adjust for it. Just kind of like why they gotta raise the rim in WNBA. Or not raise the rim. Lower the rim. Lower the rim. They have to lower the rim. Why don't they lower it to nine feet? And then they think about how much more sales it would make. If we could see girls dunking and alley ooping, I just feel like <coughs> I'd watch that. Like I'd I'd tune in that. Yeah. It just it's literally a high school, it's a varsity male high school game going on right now in WNBA. You have like one dunk, you know, if you're lucky. Not even one dunk. Dude. And a one lot of dunk a lot season. Of fundamentals. Fundamentals. That's that's not that's a WNBA. It's literally like it's not even close. There's a reason why the NBA like people pay to see LeBron James. And not like, you know, Maya Moore or something. Like, yeah. and that's the thing is like, why do I only know like? And how many star? followers does the WNBA have on Instagram? No, it's like nine, I think they have like like a million or something, and then like the W the NBA has like forty million. It's like I think that's even, a great I think that's a great comparison because then you see the interest. That's like direct interest. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So it's like no, it is night and day. WNBA. Like, why don't they change the name? Why is it? Why do they try to keep NBA in it? Like, why is it just like National Basketball Basketball League? And then it's like women's national basketball like you, you know what i mean they already are so it doesn't even have the WNBA does not even have a million followers they have 931,000 followers wow and that's that's like world a nationwide organization you know what i yeah. mean the nba has 49.2 million yeah so so 50 times as big on instagram I, I feel like I love women's sports, man. They just got to make the adjustments, dude. Like, just like I love watching women's track. They got to like, drop their looks, pride. They have to drop their pride. Just lower the rim, dude. Like, they don't grow as tall, which is fine. It's fine. Just, like, lower the rim. <laughs> and they also, their verticals are not as Yeah, high. yeah, yeah. Just lower the rim. It's fine. They have like, two factors against them. I don't know. I feel like even if I talk to a girl about this, I could even see, like, division within females about this, though. Because imagine if we were females, right? Yeah. I feel like there's a camp who would say yes lower the rim it's kind of like affirmative action and there's a camp who's all like we don't need you to like make accommodations for us we could do everything a man can it's like okay like which one is it gonna be like i feel like i could definitely see an argument for both sides well it's funny because even the feminists what feminist is calling to put women on the front lines i don't, I don't see where it is in the military what what feminist is calling for women to get drafted in the military yeah 
I don't see a single feminist shouting for that. That's my argument. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, so you accept it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, if you're not fighting for that equality, yeah. that'd be equal, you know? Yeah. And it's, ran- you know, it's random too. You know, you're in the military, you're in the army, and you're a male. Any day, they could say, you're in this team, and you're going in here on the front line, and you're going to be with a gun facing someone with a gun. Yeah. That will never happen for a woman. Mm. They have just made it now that if you are a woman and... No, wait. Did they make it? I think they just recently made it legal for a woman to choose to be on the front line. Because before, before, till very recently, I think, it was even illegal for a woman to be on the front line period you know what i mean mm. just like even if they wanted to even if they said put me on put they me didn't in give him a lot of combat roles i think until recently yeah. right yeah i think recently now they're saying it's optional but look at how many women are taking it you know no yeah. one no one it's just yeah. there you know very select few will make headlines if a woman yeah. is on the front line which all all props to those who do for sure of course right? of course yeah and even if they it's not even a bad thing just even if you the reason for it the reason why it was illegal to put women on the front lines is because think about this you're in a troop you're in the marines and you have a group of, you know, 15 guys that are just athletically the top of the line. You know what I mean? And you are going into somewhere. There is so it's many. life re- and death. There's so many reasons. It's like if it was all females, it's the same thing. You, this logic is the same way. If it was all females in an, in a, you know, army going in, how distracting would it be if you're waiting weeks somewhere and there's a female in the group? How likely is it that the males will give up their own strength? They'll give their food to the female. They'll give their water to the female to protect the female. What are the odds that in combat they will put their entire squad in danger to protect the female? I think also just the fact that the female athletically may not even be like they to are, the same. They like are, it may, she may be a handicap. And that and it's a handicap. So here's but I'm just saying just from a logical reasoning. Think about this. You are a guy and you are on the battlefield. You are trained that if your friend gets shot and he is bleeding out and they're shooting at you, you abandon him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, sometimes, you know what I mean? It's obviously situational, but there are situations where you have to save the other 15 people or the other, you know, hundred people. And there's one person or who's there. Yeah. Accomplish the mission first, then like tend to, yeah, exactly. Or something. Yeah. Ex- or, or if you guys are getting fucked, you know what I mean? You got to get out of there. You got to, you got to save your, your team. You know what I mean? You, you don't want to, have everyone die. You'd yeah. rather have one person die than everyone die. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so if there is, what is the likelihood of those guys going back and saving the person yeah. and putting the entire squad in risk if it's a female? Yeah. They'll do it every single time. It's just it's just guys, you know, yeah. in their DNA, it, they are more likely to protect females. You yeah. know what I mean? So it's just, there's so many reasons for it. I definitely, that's <clears throat> a question. If we ever get someone on this podcast who is ex-military i'd love to ask them that question about how they view females in the military me too me too that'd be really really cool but definitely yeah i agree with you man there's a lot of which i think personally it should be up to that group of guys who are you know who are putting their life on the line do you want a female and it it should be it should be not a majority it should be you know unanimous unanimous. it has to be a unanimous decision we're gonna let this female into our group you know what i mean yeah. and it's like if one person for is, sure females probably who could perform just as well as the males it's just it's more just, likely less, than not there's, yeah there's less not, of them so it's like yeah, what yeah, if you yeah. have 10 females who can compete with the males in the, in the entire army yeah then what are you gonna do you know what i mean mm-hmm. you're not gonna have you need like 
hundreds in order to be able to, you know, have a full woman army that can do that, you know, and not, it's the same thing. If, if it was, if it was reversed, you know what I mean? It was all females fighting and the men were the ones not fighting. The females wouldn't want the guys in there too. You know what I mean? Think, yeah. think about it, if you're trapped somewhere for weeks on end, do you really want to have sex on your brain? Do you really want to have these people? You know what I mean? Like there's a sexual chemistry that happens between males and females. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, that's distracting from a war perspective. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So just either way, you know, either yeah. way you look at it, it's just the world we live in is that, you know, the men are the ones that are in the military, generally speaking. Like, yeah. let me just look this up. How many, is it legal for women on the front lines? I'm pretty sure it, just, it, it was recently too because I want to see the actual date. So Pentagon says women, so this was in 2015. Pentagon says women can now serve in front line, on the front lines. So all these articles are kind of like in 2015, it looks like the timeline is. So that's so, kind of yeah. when they like put those things, put those so things. So that's that recently in the, in five years, five years ago is when women were first allowed the entire time of, of American history were allowed to be on the front line. You know what I mean? Wow. So it's, it's pretty interesting. Well, I'm definitely glad that they're opening it up too, because I'm sure there are a lot of girls who are willing to do it. There, it just more likely than not, you're going to have not too many women. But if you're, if, it's not voluntary for men. It's not if you're in the army. It's not a optional Choice. thing. It's yeah. you are doing this, or you are going to jail. You know what I mean? That's 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 the situation for men. Yeah, you are putting your life on the line, or you are getting a dishonorable discharge and putting getting put into jail, and you're a traitor. You know what I mean? Like that's like the situation. Wow. So it's obviously not equal. It's like lower the hoop. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like what w- what's the logic? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like where's the logic in that? I definitely feel like opening it up was long overdue, though, because if there's a girl who is qualified, wants to do it, you should let her. Like, why are you not letting yeah. her? You know well, what for saying? the reasons I just said, is the oh, reasons yeah, yeah, why yeah, yeah. it was yeah. it wasn't allowed. Yeah, but you're, I, I, but it's. But like I said, yeah. if she's qualified. You know, what I'm saying if she has, if she could keep up with her male counterparts, if she is fully wants to do it, wants to serve her country, I feel like you know, I don't know why. It's kind of like when Trump said like, oh, let's ban transgender people in the military. I'm like, yo, if they want to do it and they're qualified, why are you stopping them? So here, like it says, these are people who are willing to lay down their lives for the country. It says in combat infantry, so this isn't the front lines, there's 1.7% are women. That's actually more than I thought. So that's actually- that's 1.7? 1.7% are women. So almost two in a hundred. Okay. Okay. So wait. What? So wait. Where? Yep. But yeah, I think we should start the yeah, second. Podcast. I think that was a yeah, that was a pretty good podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Game.